the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. My name is Ron Cabuno. Today is August 30th, and it is the week of Labor Day weekend and the Canfield Fair. This year will be the 175th installment, which is absolutely mind-blowing. Now, in lieu of not having a fair at all last year because of the pandemic, I would just ask that everyone who goes there be as safe as possible. This Delta variant is no joke. There's actually an opening band that already had to cancel because of COVID infections. And apparently, if you are unvaccinated, the Delta variant is twice as likely to land you in the hospital. So I would like everyone who goes to the fair to go home from the fair just as healthy, save for a little bit of extra cholesterol in their veins. On a Labor Day side note, I would just like to shout out to anybody who leaves their pool open after this weekend. I don't have one myself, but I do know that if I waited all year long to get in that thing, I certainly wouldn't have it open for only three months. Maybe if you're a public pool and you have a lot of people going back to school and you're not going to use it, I understand. But my goodness, I'd be keeping that thing open till the first frost. So shout out to all you backyard warriors who are going to keep that pool rocking as long as possible. Also, can I come over for a swim? On a much more somber note, my thoughts and your prayers go out to all the people who have been affected by the landfall of Hurricane Ida in New Orleans and in the Louisiana area. It knocked the entire uh, power out to the entire uh, city there. And we just hope that FEMA and all the other rescue teams are able to get in there as soon as possible and help everyone affected by this terrible storm. It was... I guess one of the strongest wind speeds in hurricane form to ever hit the United States, which means that we are probably in for the aftershocks of it for the rest of the week. Um, keep an eye out for a lot of rain in the forecast here. But also, let's hope that everyone gets out as safely as possible from any damaged areas down there in the south. Uh, as you guys probably already know, we have two more days to complete our evacuation mission in Afghanistan. This is not going to be easy, and hopefully it will be um, with as little bloodshed as possible. Uh, now, there was a very, very strong terrorist threat that was thwarted over the weekend by a drone strike. There were apparently civilian casualties that came with it, which is terrible and you never want to hear that, but hopefully many, many more lives were saved because of this proactive strike. I would just like to say that what, no matter what side of the fence you're on, you really have to hope for the best possible outcome from here on out with the evacuation and with the future of Afghanistan. And so when I was sitting uh, on 224 this weekend having a meal with the family outdoors, it was really disheartening for me to see billboards that were scrolling by sponsored by the local GOP. Now, they, they said anything from Afghanistan, dot, 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 how could you, Joe, to woke is racism. And I had to take a second look. I was like, wait a second, are these being sponsored by the local GOP or is this from the Fox News Twitter feed? Or was this put up by some like 
I don't know, angry 11th grader because it seemed pretty childish and petty to me. Now, if you want to be a strong opposition party, which the GOP currently is, try not to be so obstructionist. Try not to just call people out under the rug all the time. Try to have a constructive line of criticism. I can't believe that people are still up in arms about essentially critical race theory. Woke is racism. There was a rally this weekend called Teach the Truth that I am 100% behind because I would like for our kids to understand that the founding of America was not as easy peasy as we'd like to believe it. And I'm not saying that we need to feel guilty ourselves, but we do need to understand that this is a checkered past and that it is not easy forming the more perfect union that we always have striven for in this country. So to the local GOP who's putting up all these ads, I would just ask that you do better. On another unfortunate and discouraging note, uh, Boardman is going to be holding a uh, emergency school board meeting tomorrow. This is due to the mask mandate that they put in place for the school year. Apparently, the critics of this mandate are so vocal that they were able to get this meeting put in place, and I find this completely ludicrous. We understand that masks help stop the spread, and we also understand that it is not going to be as deleterious to our children's learning as some people make it out to be. These are the same people that say that anybody who raises their hand in objection to being put upon or oppressed in any way are a bunch of snowflakes. And yet, the act of simply having to wear a mask through the school day to keep vulnerable populations healthy and safe, now that is oppression in the highest form. It is government tyranny. It is overreach of the highest order. And I think that is absolutely BS, extremely short-sighted, completely unfounded in science, and whiny. I think it's terrible. We had a conversation with a parent last week talking about how he would like to see Canfield revisit their voluntary mask orders. And essentially, they're not going to do so until something bad happens. We're supposed to be proactive in this effort, and I would like to see Boardman keep their mask mandates. So if you're able to go voice your opinion for the exact same reason, please go and make your voices heard tomorrow at the board meeting. I'm sure it's going to be a doozy. And I say that because I've been reading article after article about people heading for the hills from school boards around the country because of this political and partisan rancor that has been infecting our school boards and the parents that go to visit these meetings. I don't want to see that happen locally. I certainly don't want to see the threats of violence upon them that I've been seeing in other places around the country. So keep it civil if you do have opposition to the mandate. You know, it's unfortunate, even Mike DeWine uh, was quoted as saying, we're clearly well past the time when states can mandate to parents, to local school districts, to parochial or private schools, what actions to take. These decisions today rest with each parent, rest with the parents, and rest with the school officials. Oh, how the scientifically sound have fallen. We definitely were looking at wine with DeWine about a year and a half ago with eyes of admiration, shall I say even as uh, someone who is on the left-hand side of the ledger, I thought what he was doing was scientifically responsible and 
for the public benefit and uh, the health of our state. But it seems as though his party and the loudest voices in his constituency have gotten to him and he has turned his back on common sense. Essentially, it is up to you in all of your localities, in all of your school districts, you have to make your voices heard and make sure that you guys are doing as much as possible to keep your vulnerable population safe by doing the very minimum in, uh, in terms of masking, in terms of social distance, in terms of being a responsible citizen. Um, that's where we're going to end it today. We're going to follow up, hopefully, in a couple days with that school board meeting's results and also some interviews this week. Go out there and have yourselves an excellent Monday, and we will see you again tomorrow.